SpawnCon is done. What an amazing event. Great vibe, fantastic guest artists, killer merch, and awesome attendees. Thank you to everyone that made it out. For those that didn't, you better come next year. The Spawn Convention Instagram account, October 2023. Good evening and welcome to the Malbulge. This is regarding Spawn, the world's best Spawn podcast. I'm your co-host, John Fisher. And I am your co-host and resident sad boy, David Williams. And Johnny... Why are you sad, David? I'm so sad because I didn't get to go to SpawnCon. And I didn't get to experience all the Spawn. But you kind of did. I brought you back a little taste. Oh, it's a little taste, a little taste, Johnny, but I need the whole thing. I'm like a, I'm like an addict over here. Like, pop it's it. a little amuse-a-bouche. Pop that Spawn right in my vein, Johnny. I need it. I overdosed on Spawn and Ruby Tuesdays. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you had your Narcan, your your your, your Rubicon, <laughs> Rubicon. It was always beyond the Rubicon. <laughs> Guys, I ate it at SpawnCon. I ate it Ruby Tuesdays three times. So I just want to get that out of the way. So they need uh, to rename welcome. it Ruby is, Weekends. They need to yeah. They need to call it Ruby Weekend. Or they need to call it uh, Ruby Spawn Days. Should have you should have done you should have Spawning yeah. Tuesdays. You should have made a like a stencil. Um, much like Guy Fieri has whenever he goes to a restaurant that it says, Guy was here. You could be like, half of Respawn was here. <laughs> oh, I, I tipped them in, uh, in just stickers for the <laughs> podcast, stick- and they ran me out. <laughs> in Spawn Bucks. They are really mean to me the third time I went. I don't know why. <laughs> I was just tipping them in stickers. What's the problem? These, these, have, these have a value. I can show you the receipt that we paid for them, and there is an equivalency here. <laughs> exactly exactly that's how much this sticker costs that means we're good here a good day well i had a couple good days last week uh Hell guys yeah. this is our post this is going to be our post spawn con recap <laughs> special episode this is going to be like the world's most you. boring re- a sports recap show we'll just be like um a guy did a thing and then this happened <laughs> And then he went to Ruby Tuesdays. <laughs> and then it snowed. And then it snowed. It snowed a lot. It was hell froze over at SpawnCon this oh, year. Yeah. Well, not this year, the year. The, the only year. year. The first year. The first year. Not not the only. Don't don't speak that into it. No, no, not the, the only. First. Not the only. I mean the, first. the only one so far. The only one so far, David. So Although, far, I you meant say, to say. You say the only one so far, but I think they actually did have another spawn convention in the nineties. I'm pretty sure. Really? I'm pretty sure the Spawn Archives posted something up not too long ago. Oh, cool! I didn't know that. Well, was it? If it probably wasn't called SpawnCon. No, it was. Uh, let's see if I can find it here. Uh, they called it the Spawn Comic Convention. Oh, I guess it was just a comic convention promo card featuring Spawn. Okay, I read that wrong. I read too much into it. 
Never mind. Oh wow. I'm a I'm a, I'm a sad dummy over here, and I want everybody else to be sad and dumb like me. No, don't be sad, David. It's, it was a really actually it's a really awesome advertisement because it's got uh, some Tony Daniel art on it, and it's man, it's it's a real it's a real pointy spawn. He's just wrapped up in his cape. But anyway, talk to SpawnCon. Uh, well, what do you want to know? You're the one that didn't go. I went. Oh man, Johnny, you you know exactly what I want to know. Everything. Everything. All of it. Everything. I want you to. Right, Snoke. I want you to uh, using your eidetic memory um, to just give us minute by minute. Uh, this is going to be a weekend long, <laughs> a weekend long okay. podcast of you verbatim doing every minute of SpawnCon. Go. Okay, so I woke up on Friday, October 27th. Okay, good, good, and good. I took the CTA to the airport. <laughs> which, wait, which airport? This is important. Oh, I flew out of Midway. <laughs> ah, yes, because that's where it, Southwest It is important because when I was leaving the security line, or I, I just got my ticket checked or my ID checked, and I was walking towards the security line, the people behind me got stopped because they were at the wrong airport, David. <laughs> This family behind me was supposed to go to O'Hare, and they were at Midway, and the dad was so confused. The mom looked so sad, and the kids just looked really confused as well. So uh, for for those who don't know the geography of Chicago, if you imagine Chicago is a backwards K, uh, the tips of both of the diagonals would be where the airports are. So, so about like opposite as, ends of the city. About as far away from each other as you can get while still being in Chicago. <laughs> about. So what a hell of a way I'm, to start I'm a, a vacation. I'm usually, I'm usually a Midway guy. Southwest actually does fly out of O'Hare now, but I like Midway because it's less crowded. Nice. I usually, I, f- I found that like United has a, a lot of comparably priced tickets as far as like uh, Southwest does. And they, they yeah. do a non-stop to Tulsa, so that's why I usually go to O'Hare. Oh, okay. Cause, yeah, I love it. You got to get that non-stop. Because you can't, you can't southwest non-stop to Tulsa. You have to, like, fly to, to, to Dallas or something like that. And... No, they added it back, David. Oh, they did? Oh, man, that shows you how long it's been since I've flown. They added it back um, whenever they added. So now Southwest is out of O'Hare and Midway. They mm-hmm. added the direct to Tulsa back. Oh, hell yeah. Well, then. Don't don't tell my mom they did that, cause mom, you're not allowed to listen to this episode. <laughs> Why should we be flying up every weekend? Well, oh no, cause then she'll be like, but Southwest has a direct back to Tulsa. You could just come by yourself for a weekend. And it's like, yeah, leave Wanda with the dogs. Yeah, yeah. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Good luck. I'd come. I'd come back home to uh, fat dogs and dead wife. No, <laughs> cut that out. No, cut no. That out. <laughs> It's much like a much like the drowsy chaperone, uh, where there's the uh, the narrator of the show before a song says that like remember uh, remember he had poodles and he died and it was a week before they found him and he was partially digested by his poodles. I'm trying not to think about the poodles <laughs> during this song. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so Johnny, so you're flying you're flying to Denver. What flying to Denver? You you are resident uh, conspiracy theorist. Um, I know for a fact you tracked down some of that Denver airport goodness for us. I did. I, I got I got some pictures of some. So those who don't know, there's a bunch of conspiracy theories about the Denver airport that it's like a, it has like a train to NORAD and it's like a hub for like the New World Order, and like 
I don't know, it's going to be like a concentration camp or something like that. I'm not quite sure. You, you but... know more about it than I do. <laughs> yeah, a lot of stuff. Um, but they have, and a lot of it's like they have all this demonic messaging, and there's like this giant horse statue that people know about, and then I found a bunch of statues that were just like, I guess they're grotesque, as David called them. Yeah, grotesque. You. Grotesque. But um, the gargoyles basically yeah. coming out of luggage in the in the uh, baggage claim. So I was like, oh, there's some demons. But got to Colorado, you know, had myself a little whiskey and diet on the plane. Mm, nice, nice. Just kick kick it off with a little, you know, drink. Going on vacation. I I did not stay at the hotel where the convention was i stayed across the street because it was a little cheaper oh, nice. and i wanted more money for the spawn oh yeah oh yeah definitely you got it <laughs> plus plus it had continental breakfast oh the double tree did not ah hell hell yeah lower continental breakfast like 14 yeah. bowls of cereal please and half a muffin <laughs> but only the top half and this one had this one had um Hot eggs and stuff, oh. some hot stuff. Oh boy, did they have the the waffle makers? You can make your own waffle. They had the waffle maker, oh, the biscuit man. and gravy. The the only key to those waffle makers is you got to get to them before the kids start touching them because kids will make a mess on a waffle maker and then it's just unusable. <laughs> yep, but yeah, I stayed across the street from SpawnCon. I got in, took the shuttle from the hotel or from the airport to the hotel, and just kind of settled in. I had a big embarrassment in the security line because I had to take out my Xbox and put it in its own separate tray. And I just like, when you're flying with an Xbox and you're carry on, that's a decision. <laughs> that is, that it is a decision. But Hey Johnny, it was a well-reasoned decision. And what was that decision? Yeah, made for? It was made for because I wanted to play Diablo four mainly. And I figured <laughs> that's the wrong one, Johnny. That's the wrong decision. Well, it was made for that, and, like, also, like, I was going to have some downtime in the hotel, obviously, and, like, I like to play video games in my downtime, so I was like, eh, might as well. Some of, some of it is also reasonably spawny. Oh, yes, some of it is reasonably <laughs> spawny. There was Call of Duty. I didn't play it, though. I oh, just played Diablo. Boo. Oh. Oh, I mean, that's, that's reasonably spawny, Diablo. Yeah, it is. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't keep the thematic throughout all the convention on my downtime. You just need to you know. download one of those fifty dollars custom skins for your Diablo horse. That is spawn. spawn horse. Make a spawn. Hopefully, they'll make a spawn horse armor. Yeah, and the horse has a big cape. Maybe it'll be. It'll be like a either either medieval or gunslinger. No, it'll probably be medieval because you could do a jousting yeah. medieval figure, and so he would have the horse with the big like. The bed sheet over it. <laughs> Man, that's a great variant. Uh, Todd, dear Todd McFarlane, please make a jousting edition variant of Medieval Spawn. Thank you. Oh, that'd be very good. Much. Yeah, you already got the horse for gunslinger. Just like you know, slap a some armor on that puppy. You're good to go. And then the platinum edition could be uh, Rinfair edition, so that way it comes with a uh, with a turkey leg. So that way, mm. as you're playing with your toy, you can eat this turkey leg that's been at room temperature for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so I got in and then the first night was my first Ruby Tuesdays experience. I was hungry from the flight, so I went and got Ruby Tuesdays. Cause basically I didn't know I was gonna be like kind of stuck in this area, but on the first night, because like 
it snowed pretty hard and it was pretty cold and I only brought like a hoodie and like a couple layers. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't really venture out too much. But where the, the hotel where SpawnCon was is basically like a hotel oasis kind of by the airport. Yeah. So there's like six hotels and then like four chain restaurants. Two dispensaries also. Oh, oh, nice. You got oh. Very important. You got to have that. Did they at least have a liquor store too? They had a 7-Eleven. I went to the 7-Eleven oh, and got some Diet Cokes and beer for the hotel room. Some uh, chicken some taquitos. Snacks. No, I didn't get any chicken taquitos. Ah, dang. I got some snacks to take back. Like, uh, I got some Gardettos. Ooh, nice. And some potato chips. Nice. Pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you're back in. I didn't have a car. I didn't rent a car. So I was ah. just relying on my feet. So first night I went to Ruby Tuesdays. Had a delicious... Dude, let me tell you about Ruby Tuesdays. Okay. Yes, please do. This is basically going to be a Ruby Tuesdays recap. <laughs> it's fucking cheap as hell. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like it's like it's not like Perkins where Perkins is like 15% more than you expect it to be when you walk in the door. Oh hell no. No, this is like this is like Outback where I got like a steak. I got a steak, fried shrimp and ribs. I'm not I'm not making it out of three things. Jeez. Steak, fried shrimp and ribs for like $23. Holy cow. It's 23.99. Holy cow. And I ate the whole damn thing because I was hungry. I didn't eat. I like barely. I was like nervous before I flew, so I barely ate breakfast. Oh uh, yeah. And then by the time I got there, I was ravenous. Nothing makes you hungry like traveling, even if you're just sitting on your ass in a plane. It's still just very like, oh, so hungry. And you don't want to eat at the airport because the food's just so shitty and so expensive. Yeah, that's true. And then also, if if you get something prepared incorrectly, then you're stuck on a tube. <laughs> that's true. Um. Yeah, I basically just went out to eat and got in Friday just so that I could be ready to go on Saturday morning. Nice. Went to eat, and then I, I did go by the hotel where it was to go check out, just kind of, like, scope it out, mm -hmm. see if anyone was there. Do a, and do a little light rubbernecking. Yes, and I did, and I saw the spawn hunter there, Ooh. and we ran up to each other, gave each other a big hug. Hell yeah. And we were super excited. Uh, he was setting up, and... There are a few other folks there, but I just said a brief hello. I guess, see, I didn't even realize they had like a booth open to check in from like five to eight, but I, I went by after eight and I didn't realize that you could do that. <laughs> how dare you? I could have come and checked in early. You could have. You could have. How, how dare you not check in early? How dare because you be the next late day, for anything? Well, the next day I went to go get, I had to like go there. I got my stuff and then obviously I want to like put it on. Yeah. And so I went back to the hotel room, put it on. Then I went to the con. On the on the first day on Saturday, because you got your lanyard and you got the pins, and I had the pins from Spawn Safari. Yeah, shout yeah, out yeah. to Spawn Safari. Dope pins. The dope pins, and I want to put those on. They were back in the hotel, so I was, you know, I, I got my VIP box, ran back to my hotel, put everything on, put the hat on, put the shirt on, and then entered the con. You walk in, and it was just like this whole banquet room, like filled with tables and. Just artists and vendors and Spawn Punk G42 was there. Hell yeah. Um, With their, like, museum corner that was really interesting, basically. I mean, everything was for sale as well, but it was felt like a museum going through it. Yeah. And Spawn Hunter had his booth and was running all the stuff, and it was just... 
awesome. So I kind of just took everything in, walked around, but... You basked in the glory that is Spawn. I basked in the glory that is SpawnCon. You, you, um, you warmed your bones on the hellfires coming from all the booths? Oh, yes. I'm, I'm imagining that uh, when you walked into the banquet room, they had turned it into uh, basically the scene at the end of the, the movie where it's all the really bad CGI fire and the big, <laughs> the big Malbolgia there. Uh, and that's how it looked. Fire everywhere, a whole bunch of little demons everywhere, and then just booths. Is that how it looked? Pretty much. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, basically. I, you guys can look on the SpawnCon website or Instagram, but there was a whole bunch of guests. Um, I talked to some of them. I I don't know, David. I haven't gone to a lot of cons, so I don't know, like, con etiquette. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't really collect, not fan art, but, like, I don't, I don't know. I'm not a collector of, like, comic art. It's not something I've ever really gotten into so that that part of the con was a little not lost on me i appreciate that stuff but it's just something that i don't really participate in yep that's that's fine uh wanda is very specifically excited by art so whenever we go to a convention that's what we do the whole time is just look at look at all the art and then it's usually just if you see something that makes you laugh you buy it (laughs) yeah and that's what my friend eloy does like he gets a lot of art and like stuff like that but i'm at the con, I'm there for talking to people. I was looking for some comic books and really going to the panels was my was what I was most excited about. So yeah, the first morning just kinda milled around. I talked to I did talk to Thomas Healy a little bit at the table and that was awesome. Oh hell yeah. Did you buy him his Chicago handshake in not Chicago? I did not buy him a Chicago handshake. You should have you should have I really doubt they have Malort at the hotel. You should have you should have bought one of the little bitty tiny bottles because you can take those tiny bottles on the plane, Johnny. Oh yeah, if you put it in your uh, in your carry on, yeah. Can. Your 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 three one one is that what it what is one? Or it's three one ounce bottles in a quart bag. That's what you can have. Something like they don't even check that shit anymore. Cause that's what my sis, my sister does every time she flies. <laughs> All of her liquids are just <laughs> just the little bitty tiny liquor bottles. She's like, I can just hilarious. buy shampoo when I'm there, but paying $15 for a little bitty tiny bottle of alcohol on a plane? No, I just bring it myself. Damn, I didn't know you could do that. That's yeah. a great idea. Johnny, that's because you don't have an older sister to learn you all these things. Oh, man, that would have been great. I could have taken him some Malort. Oh, man. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Well, I should have discussed this with you beforehand. It's my fault. Next year. Next year, David. If you're listening to Thomas Healy, next year you're going to get some Malort, which is a vile Chicago um, aperitif. I've still never still never tried it. so. Uh... Oh, it's, it's interesting. I don't hate it. Uh, I can understand why you would or could. But anyway, talking about SpawnCon. Yeah, so the panel started in the afternoon. Um, there were the first one kind of started off with Someone I got to meet on the floor that morning as well, who is Trent uh, from uh, Spawn World. Oh, hell yeah. And he was really awesome, really interesting person. Like, he is a special, works for a special effects company. I can't remember which right now. But um, 
he's worked on the Mandalorian, uh, a lot of Marvel movies. He, his company worked on the old Captain America. Hell yeah. And that's kind of what he does is, is work on, uh, like old age de-aging stuff is what his company is really, uh, known for. Nice. So he gave um, us, he gave us young Mark Hamill in the, the end of Mandalorian. I don't know specifically if that was them or that might've been ILM. I'm not sure. But on some of the Marvel movies, they definitely did a lot of the de-aging. Nice. Um, but he was really, really nice, kind man. A kind man. <laughs> um, so I got to meet him on the floor, but he was the one that was uh, monitoring the panels. So he just kind of introduced himself and everything. And then we had the first panel up was Tom Wozniakowski. Crossing T's and dotting I's, lettering every issue of Spawn. Hell yeah! Um, it would have been it would have been great if they had named it uh, Crossing I's and dotting T's. Uh, <laughs> if, if if my dad had named the panel, that's what he would have called it. <laughs> crossing I's and dotting T's. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tom Wojciechowski was uh, fucking hilarious. He was great. He's just he's you know he's old. Yeah, and He's been around a while, and he'll be the first to admit it, but he's, he's like a workhorse, man. Like, this is, it's, that was really interesting to me, too, because, like, not having a lot of background in comics, like, I assumed if you're working in comics, you just, like, read comics all the time, but it seemed like a lot of creators don't really have the time to. Yeah. Um, but Tom was, like, talking about his career, how he started, and basically took us through kind of his process. Mm-hmm. He designed the original Spawn logo, the one that still stands today. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful logo. It's a beautiful logo, and it, like, it was... He kind of took us through his process on that, how he wanted something a little exotic, but a little menacing, and that was really interesting to hear him talk about. But... It was just great because, like, he, he is such a workhorse and was just like, yeah, you got uh, this guy here. And it's like Spawn or Gunslinger, like, obviously the main character. And he's like, yeah, you got this guy here. And, uh, you know, you still want to block the action. So, like, I think he just <laughs> – I don't know if he'd be a listener of our show, David. I don't know if he follows the plot so much as just kind of <laughs> does the or, work. Or or he doesn't follow the plot until he listens to us. And then he's like, oh, okay, that makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> I went up to him after the panel and said I really enjoyed it and he asked me where the bathroom was <laughs> hey Johnny an expert in your field knowing where the bathroom is yay I did and I did know where the bathroom hell was yeah. hell yeah nice sometimes especially especially in older buildings in town here knowing how to get to the bathroom is like following a treasure map like, it's like you follow the signs and it goes, like, through a back hallway and down the stairs and then around a couple of corners. And then you have to walk through a conference room to get to the other side. And then you go down another alley alleyway-like hallway. And then there's the bathrooms. And it's like, hell yeah. I, I got Tom out of the bathrooms. That That's my great accomplishment of SpawnCon. Um, <laughs> next panel was colorist and it was Steve Olaf 
Brian Haberlin, Dan Kemp, and Dave Kemp, who, yes, are related. Mm. Um, and that was really interesting to me because I didn't realize how much computers were used in, like, coloring of comics. Oh, yeah. Like, um, even, even back in, like, the 90s. Yeah, because... I, I didn't know this. If you'll read... If you read a lot of 90s comics, um, you'll notice that they start referring to uh, something as separations. And separations was digital coloring that they used along oh. with regular coloring. Uh, okay. So, so like, between the 80, from the 80s to the 90s, there were, like, different people who did uh, physical coloring and digital coloring. But now it's all, like... Nowadays, if you're going to do coloring, you can do it whatever way you want to, but you're doing most of it by yourself. Okay. okay. Instead of instead of being like, I'm just a dude who knows how to do colors. I don't know from computers. And then you hire a computer nerd to do <laughs> the color separations for you. Oh, got it, got it. So, yeah. But they were... That was really interesting. Uh, Steve Olif brought the... Um, like floppies that the first spawn was the first like spawn was colored with mm-hmm. like like or the the hard files of it like floppy disks oh nice like a three like and a half inch floppies floppy. oh so the big ones like the five inch floppies damn the big ones yeah um man he brought some of those and he had some spawn swag which was awesome he had a spawn like baseball jacket oh hell yeah that todd mcfarland had obviously like made for everybody and then he had a shirt that said team moo and it was mcfarland or Tchaikovsky olaf <laughs> and it was like an original shirt that mcfarland had made for them that's that's dope as hell and they were team moo but yeah they kind of talked about just coloring how it changed, what they like to use, and that was just really interesting to me because I didn't realize how much a part of it computers were, and I thought that was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. And then we had the keynote speech, which was Mr. Thomas Healy. Woo! I know that talking name. about. I'm sorry. I said I know that name. Yes, you do. And it was really, really eye-opening. Not eye-opening. Interesting. I don't know. It was good. It was, it was, it was eye-opening it was because about. he strapped you down in the clockwork orange chair and made you... <laughs> made no, you... I don't know why I said eye-opening. It wasn't eye-opening. It was interesting. It was interesting. <laughs> it was uh, hearing about how he got into comics after it was through a friend after he'd worked at a comic book shop currently. And then a friend of his kind of like, he kind of stumbled into working at Todd McFarlane Productions. Um, it is a really interesting story. Isn't so I, uh, Wanda and I also have a friend who uh, worked at a comic book shop and now writes comic books and is like a, a New York Times best-selling writer of comic books for for young people. That's pretty. It's a pretty awesome when that happens. It's like the the comic version of the working up. You're working your way up from the mailroom kind of thing. It's like a, yeah. a a newsie who goes from selling papes on the, the corner to being the the Perry White of the newspaper. I'm trying to think of what the publisher, that's their name. <laughs> that's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And 
he kind of cleared up some confusion about the titles, about which ones were ongoing and which ones are miniseries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because people were like, oh my God, I have to buy like 14 titles every month. Ah, no, no, not every month and not forever. It was pretty much the same kind of stuff we learned from New York Comic Con that we talked about. So, um, so what kind of, cl- kind of just... what kind of clarity uh, W slash R slash T uh, ongoings and miniseries was there? Did he give like a Let breakdown? Me pull up this fucking list. Hold on. Aha! You wrote it down. A true journalist. I didn't. You didn't. Why not? No, I, I mean I. I see. Because I'm an idiot. I don't know. I was like <laughs> enjoying myself. Johnny, how dare um, you go to a an event put on for people who enjoy a thing and enjoy yourself? You gotta you gotta turn everything you enjoy into work until you despise it a little bit. No, is that not what regular people do? Oops. <laughs> so taking my notes here. Uh, 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 um. <laughs> what did you just did you just transform? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. Are you are you a dump um, so, truck now? <laughs> here was the clarity. Um, sandwich Twitch case files. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like five or six, or like it'll be like an arc, kind of like Hellboy, mm-hmm. where they do an arc, and then it's done, and the next one will be another case. So you can read them on their own, and you know there might be like there'll be stuff that connects, obviously, but the idea is that it's like you do one through six. It's like salmon Twitch colon. Something. Mm. So and it'll, then it'll be like a American Horror Story, where it's you could watch all the exactly. seasons in a row, or just skip the ones that are based on tropes that you hate. Exactly. Nice. Um, so that'll be that one. Uh, and it, there'll probably be breaks in between each one too, so it's not going to be like constant. I would imagine. Deadly Tales of the Gunslinger is ongoing. Hell yeah! The writer of that one just sounds, according to Thomas Healy, was like super excited. To do that, um, so so Jimmy Palmiotti is married to Amanda Connor, who has who does some some great some great art. Um, so that probably means we're gonna get some Amanda Connor uh, variant covers with Gunslinger on them, and that would be wonderful. I guess they didn't. You had mentioned it before, but I guess they didn't realize he had done so much Jonah Hex. Oh yeah, he did a shit ton of Jonah Hex. <laughs> What else is he known for? Um, boy, um, so he's he's done a lot of work for both DC and Marvel. Um, I'm trying to think of independent stuff that he did. Uh, I know that he and his wife did a a book called The Pro with Garth Ennis, which is about uh, uh, a sex worker who develops magical powers and then protects protects the downtrodden. It's actually pretty great. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. And since it's a Garth Ennis book, it is uh very disgusting. So, you know. Um Painkiller Jane, Cloudburst, Jonah Hex, Uncle Sam and the Freedom Fighters, The Hills Have Eyes, Back to Brooklyn, Power Girl, oh, wow. Supergirl. A lot of stuff. Yeah. Um Batwing and so it'll be Deadly Tales of Gunslinger. It's in that time period before he gets sucked through time. And Thomas E. Lee made it very clear that the Javi, 
that that previous description of gunslinger and the hobby thing would be reconciled and like we get the answers to that excellent why he's called hobby now what's the deal with going on with like the old description of the gunslinger versus the new very nice uh misery is going to be a limited series yep nice are they going to be focus is ongoing are the the misery books are they going to be regular sized or are they going to be oversized like the violator miniseries i don't know they didn't say which i guess spoilers violator is a miniseries <laughs> violator the miniseries which is going to be uh six issues i believe mm. and it'll just go through different history and points in history of the violator's life but you talked about that last week yeah uh and um and it's gonna end 10 minutes before he meets el simmons for the first time that's dope that's dope uh b- before before we completely just com- blow past it like a fast man ourselves uh ongoing focus sounds awesome i'm very excited for it uh it'll be Soon. fun to see it's going so fast it'll be fun to see the the todd father tackling just like a regular regular old superhero again um, not 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 a Hellman, not a best not foods. Not Hellman. <laughs> that was a Mayo joke. It was great. Um, you know, just basically doing the Flash, and man, I love the Flash. The Flash is so much fun. Um, I think I think the Todd Father will do a good job of it. No home here is ongoing. Uh-huh. Spawn kills every spawn is a mini series. Spawn the Dark Ages is like kind of a mini series but might be like ongoing it just might have like not as consistent um and i don't remember what he said about the medieval spawn series okay one more what's the one more what's the one more the the one that you're excited for johnny oh rat city rat city oh yeah rat city's ongoing all right nice excellent yeah i'm excited for rat city i love a rat you love you love a city (laughs) I love a rat and I love a city. Rats. And then, so that was the kind of the winding down of the first day of SpawnCon. Nice. There was like a drink and draw thing Mm -hmm. that the artists were doing, but it was mainly just the artists kind of chilling and the exhibitors and stuff. So I I kind of trickled on back to the hotel and went to my... Was there not also a celebration that happened? Oh, there was a celebration. It was Thomas Ely's birthday and they brought out a cake. Hell yeah. It has a spawn cake and had a red filling. Nice. It was really good. Awesome. I'm I'm really upset that I missed the Thomas Healy cake. It had been Thomas Healy's birthday, and so they wanted to do something nice for him, and they brought a cake out. Happy birthday. Happy belated birthday, Thomas Healy. Happy belated birthday. Yeah, and so I headed back to the hotel, got my second trip to Ruby Tuesdays in that night, because I was like, where else are you going to go? It was getting cold. It was getting snowy. So I went there. And then overnight, it basically really snowed. Um, almost a foot in some areas. Jeez. Over a foot in some areas of Colorado. That's wild, dude. And Yeah, it was crazy. And so luckily I was so close to the hotel. But second day, there were some panels as well. It was Jonathan Glapian, Chance Wolf, and Kevin Conrad were the inkers, and they kind of went through what it was like inking Spawn. Uh, that was really interesting, too, just seeing some kind of the old school guys talking about inking and 
I don't know. It's just this is all kind of new to me because like I don't know all the ins and outs of the comic book industry. So it was enlightening, I guess you could say. That's good. I love. And, I love. Uh, so what you're saying, Johnny, is now you're woke to comics. So like, you're the you're the problem. You woke comics man. Yeah, I mean, I got the woke mind virus. <laughs> you better watch out. Brock the Shock's gonna make a episode about you. Oh no, I don't want that to happen. But I mean, it'll definitely definitely increase our listens, if only through uh, hate listens. <laughs> Brock said I should be mad about these people. Let's see what we got to be mad about. <laughs> these motherfuckers. <laughs> They're discovering what inkers are. How could they? <laughs> Color separationists. Oh, boy. No. <laughs> no. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, no. Uh, let's not go there. Let's not go there, especially with the... Uh, Brock the Shock listeners. Uh, oh no, you wouldn't want to. The they they would be pro color separationists, I think. Um, and we're not gonna endorse that. Second day, I also found a bunch of comics that from this one booth. So I got like an Angela number one. Oh, I yeah. got Jessica Priest's Curse of the Spawn first appearance. Oh yeah. A bunch of like in the three twenties I didn't have with the covers of. So that was cool. Nice, nice, nice. And you bought so many, so many comics that you had to leave your Xbox in Denver, you say? No, <laughs> never. <laughs> From my cold, dead hands. <laughs> the second panel on Saturday was. You mean Sunday? Probably my favorite. Next after. Um, yeah, you said Saturday. Thomas Healy. You mean. Oh. Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Sorry. <clears throat> the second panel on sunday was my was one of my favorite the second panel on sunday was my second favorite panel how about that well there we go no it's just interesting because it was about the collecting and about toys the guests were uh tyrone diaz also known as the spawn hunter uh steve gouge also known as punk g42 or the spawn museum hell yeah and Enrico Bota, who is a really great artist who I actually bought their poster of, which was a really fun, we'll throw it up on the Instagram, but it's really fun, like almost Tim Burton style Halloween spawn with like a jack-o'-lantern. It's great. But he did the panel because he had been a toy designer at McFarlane for in the 2000s and had worked on a lot of stuff there. Hell yeah. And as an artist and toy designer. So pretty cool. Did he say uh, any specific lines that he worked on? So that way we could, uh... he worked on movie maniacs for sure. Okay. I remember that. Um, but I honestly, he listed like three and I don't remember. He never worked on spawn. Oh, okay. Interesting. But a lot of other McFarlane stuff, but he's kind of talked about, Working in the toy industry and his style and his background and things like that. Did he say how much of his day is taken up just playing with the toys and being like, what did you say about my no, mother? I ask. <laughs> Hopefully it's a lot. No, sir. I, I didn't so, see you anyway. playing with your dolls again, sir. Good. Yeah, and then uh, Spawn Museum and Spawn Hunter just kind of talked about collecting and how they got into it and what they like to focus on their collections and that was just uh pretty cool too nice nice 
And then everyone kind of milled about back at the main event and kind of said their goodbyes to everybody, and it was really cool. Excellent. And I headed out the next day, went to Ruby Tuesdays one more time for lunch. Hell yeah. Because I basically had to kill like two hours because I was waiting on this hotel shuttle to take me to the hotel. <laughs> And my flight was a little later, but I had to leave my hotel room at 11. Ah, uh, yeah. My shuttle wasn't until 1, so I was like, well, I guess I'll go walk across the street to Tuesdays. You just got, you're in a booth with your, with your, with your luggage, and, and you're like. That's exactly what happened. I'll, I'll have the chicken fried steak, and the luggage will have the hamburger. <laughs> no, I didn't have the chicken fried steak. I had the chicken sandwich. Oh, how was it? Was it delicious? It actually was really good. Nice. Nice. All the food I got there was pretty good. So That's why I went back <laughs> twice. So uh, I'm sure I'm sure the answer to this is going to be no. But during the Thomas Healy panel, did anybody mention uh, or ask a question about if they plan on reprinting a lot of the old '90s miniseries? Is this is they did? Someone asked, and he said that they're working on it. Nice. Because that would be, I mean, especially for us, it would be awesome to be able to get, like, the fucking, all the the Curse of the Spawn, the, the Hell Spawn, the Spawn God Slayer, the Spawn Wildcats, the Spawn Blood Feud, the Cygor miniseries, you know. All that stuff. All of that. It would be nice to have those uh, easily available. <laughs> well, that's the other, oh, god damn it. I completely forgot to mention in Thomas Healy's panel, he said when he got to be editor in chief. Ooh, a story time. It was do tell. Tom McFarlane said when he made him editor, if he could deliver all three titles without delay, which would be King Spawn, Gunslinger Spawn, The Scorch, mm-hmm. or he could release them all in time, then he would become editor in chief. Okay, nice. And he said that. When he turned it in, Todd McFarlane called him. He's like, yeah, there's one typo on there. And he's like, what is it? He's like, yeah, he's supposed to say, he just says editor. He's supposed to say editor-in-chief. Because <laughs> he did it. <laughs> I, love the, I love the idea of the, 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 the Todd father just calls up and does the fake out like, you did something real bad. <laughs> and that yeah, thing you did no, real you bad didn't. was not celebrate yourself. <laughs> So then, uh, which which book was that that he was first editor in chief in? Then it would be the Scorch number one. Scorch number one. So we've already covered it. Dang it! We've already covered it. We'll never get to discover that. Mm. Well, we'll just get um, to see when he switches over in, in the main title. Will be what we do. Yeah, yeah. So so tell us tell us about some uh some more of this exclusives that uh, Ty was telling us about. Oh yeah. Before. So we got the exclusive merchandise i got the spawn vip ticket limited to 100 packets right limited to 100 or 150 maybe hell yeah remember whatever it says on that box i gave you um it came in this really cool box it's a and it's a beautiful box it is they did a good job open and i had a hat in there i had the spawn orb hat and the spawn orb shirt the Mm -hmm. red ones Mm -hmm. they're exclusive to the vip so that's pretty cool two pins for your lanyard Mm. and it had uh a spawn my favorite thing and it was the spawn con like challenge coin it's like a thing alcoholic carries around only it's for spawn yeah 
or or you know uh largely based around military tradition challenge coins so yeah is it yeah what, what does it mean like you pull out a coin and someone else has got to have it yeah it's it's usually it it's uh sort of like an unofficial unofficial uh truce that you were in the service so that way you can you can pull out your challenge coins and then like because depending on when you get them they're kind of like you can see about how long somebody's been in the service and then you know if somebody oh, okay. has a really old challenge coin then you know they're not full of shit there you go there's a there's a 99 invisible episode about it um that's really fun nice so sp- i mean that's pretty much it well i know and then I got bought some shirts for you, and I bought mm-hmm. another shirt for me. I got the Violator shirt. Uh-huh. I got the Violator shirt, I bought shirt one too. for you as well, Wanda, and I got you a... Yeah, Wanda didn't uh, hate the Violator shirt as much as I thought she was going to, so... Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. My Wanda was like, "What? who's that? And I said, the Violator, and she was like, he needs a rebrand. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wanda was actually really impressed with the because because I got the Violator shirt and the the just red heathered shirt that just says has the Spawn logo on it. Wanda was massively impressed with the the quality of shirt that they chose. She was, no, like, it was nice. she was like it's soft and it's heathered and it's beautiful. Um, I think she wishes it said something other than Spawn, but you know. Eh, what are you gonna yeah, do? She she at least approves of the the cut and quality of the shirt and. Since she's a seamstress by training, that's 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 a big thumbs up for me. Yeah, I thought everything was really high quality. Everything in the VIP box and all the merch was just like the best of the best. Mm-hmm. I can't thank the team enough for doing such a good job on it. It's it's awesome, and now I get a I get to wear my spawn hat out in the world. I already bragged to my friends about how <laughs> how cool it is to have a officially licensed spawn hat since they basically didn't make them for very mass production for very long. <laughs> yep. Uh, one other thing I got is I got a print mm-hmm. uh, by Chance Wolf that was um, it's Jessica, like evil '90s Jessica. Mm-hmm. Leaning up against Al Simmons' grave with a giant fucking impossible gun, mm-hmm. so that's pretty cool. We got that. We got that posted up on the Instagram, so you can go see it. Yeah, take a peek. Gotta take a peek. Yeah, it's like one of our most liked posts. What the Jessica? Jessica or the others? One of the posters has like over sixty likes. Nice. So I guess I hit the right nerve. Yeah, nice. I hit the right. Hit the right wavelength of that SpawnCon. Yeah. Well, hell yeah, SpawnCon sounds like it was an excellent time, and I am excited to actually go to the next one, so I'm going to be... It was. It will go, and we're going to lobby hard to get like a live episode or something going on Yeah. for you guys. I got to meet some fans of the show. That was cool. That's always... That's dope. We have fans, and they exist. It's <laughs> yeah. It's not just me listening to the episode for quality control. Shout out to Mark, my buddy that I met there. Woo! Tiny Spawn on Instagram, but he was really cool and really enjoyed the Spawn Hunter episode and was really excited to listen to more, so that's really fun. Nice. So is he going to be our shout-out this week, Johnny? Yeah, let's give a shout-out to Tiny Spawn. Hell yeah. My buddy I met at SpawnCon. Nice. We're probably going to shout-out like a million people, at least tag them in the post, so. Yeah, of course, but you know. He'll be the the in the meat of the episode, so. Oh, yeah. Thanks for... Thanks for saying hi to Johnny, Mark. We appreciate it. 
yeah, and thanks for listening, and hopefully you enjoy uh, continuing to listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's excited to be able to write us, so he said he would write us an email. So Hell yeah. I'll, I'll uh, keep my eyes open on it. So, so Johnny, that was SpawnCon, you said. I think, yeah. I think now it's time to rate that puppy. Rate SpawnCon. Rate SpawnCon. I'm going to rate it five... Spawn challenge coins. Hell yeah. Doom, 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 doom. All five of them. All five. Bam, 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 bam. Nice. Five stars. I had a great time. I thought it was a really well put together, well organized con. Uh, it was a, it was a smaller con. So it was like the smallest con I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. But it feels like there's a lot of room to grow. And that's not a diss at all that it was a smaller con. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah. Um, it's more intimate. You get a chance to actually talk to people instead of just like shuffling along through everybody. So. Right. More intimate. And I thought, I mean, it was affordable. Like the ticket, the VIP, all the stuff I got for the VIP ticket price was a pretty damn good deal. Yeah. And those spawns can get expensive. So those spawns, those cons can get expensive. So they can. So, I mean, I, I thought the merchandise was very affordable. Like, I think they're thirty dollars t-shirts or something, and like usually at cons, I feel like they can be like forty, forty or fifty sometimes, which is insane for a t-shirt. Oh, no way. What? Uh, no but way. Concerts definitely. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was awesome. I'm gonna give it five five spawn challenge coins. Hell yeah. Uh, I loved it. I'll definitely be back next year. And it was nice to meet so many people that we know from Instagram in person, like Crispy Simmons, and just I don't want to list everyone because I'll miss somebody. Yeah. This is a little different episode, but usually we read two issues of Spawn. Do you think we're going to do that next week, David? Well, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess we will. We will be reading some Spawn, won't we, Johnny? Yeah. What you what, what are you thinking? Um, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Um, well, uh, I'm thinking. I've said this. This will be the third time I've said this, and uh, I should have only said it twice. Sorry. Uh, but we're going to be reading Spawn 321 and Scorch 21 with 21s all around. <laughs> it's Blackjack, baby. No, I feel like I feel like I've been teasing these two issues more than I should have just because I accidentally mentioned that they would be the next episode. <laughs> For the next episode, when they weren't. Oops. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, well. But Scorch 321, or Scorch 21, Spawn 321. It'll be a good time, Johnny. We're gonna we're gonna make blackjack jokes. Hit me, hit me again, hit me again, hit me with one more spawn. <laughs> hit me, spawny, one more time. Yeah, excellent. That'll be fun. So while you're over on Instagram, uh, telling Tiny Spawn, hey, hi, we like you. Uh, also drop by, uh, Brian. Brian Foyles, uh, Brian underscore Foyles underscore 27. Tell him we like that spawn music you do because he does that spawn music and it's real good. Uh, we're over there too, uh, regarding spawn pod. Um, we also have the email if you ever want to ask us any questions or anything, uh, regarding spawn pod at gmail.com. Um, Johnny, do you have a question you want people to try to answer for this, this week? No, just, uh, if you went to SpawnCon, drop us a line and tell us uh, 
what your favorite parts were. Hell yeah. And, you know, what what kind of stuff did you get at SponCon? Yeah, maybe we could. Be c- curious to hear about it. Maybe we can do an audio version of the SponCon roundup that appears in the spawning grounds. With if yeah. we get enough if we get enough emails. Hopefully. Yeah, but please hit us up and tell us about your SponCon experience. We'd love to hear about it. Yeah, nice. Uh don't forget to rate us, subscribe us, uh tell your friends and family. You know. Spread the word. The gospel, Spread the word. The gospel of Spawn. SponCon's doing the Lord's work. Yes, it They're is. They're doing Mount work. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Lord Malbolgia, who then dies. Spoiler alert for the 20-year-old comic. Issue 100. <laughs> they gotta bring back Mount Bolgia. Come on. Well, I mean, he'll probably come... He'll... We'll, we'll, get, we'll get a bunch of him in the Violator. I was about to say, he'll be in the Violator. I know, I just miss Mount Bolgia. I mean, he'll probably show up in Gunslinger, too. Oh, yeah. Right? Maybe he'll show up in 350. Like They're like, okay, who's gonna get the throne? It's like Clown, Sin, and Spawn racing for the throne. <laughs> and it's just Mount Bolgia. Mount Bolgia comes in and steps on it and breaks it and goes like, you didn't expect me, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm back, bitch. <laughs> that would be very interesting to see. The race to 350. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's get it. All right. Well, I think that uh, I think that fairly well covers it, Johnny. So very excited to hear about your SpawnCon experience, and uh, we hope that if you didn't get a chance to go, you at least felt like you got got some of the good stuff out of it. So uh, yeah, uh, read more comics, read more Spawn, and all that. Um, and Johnny, may the scorched be with you, and also with you, David. Hell yeah, SpawnCon. SpawnCon hard. Thanks to everyone that made it happen. See you next year.